Hello, and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is David. Um, my name is Engineer. She's a Cylon. Wait, what are you? <laughs> my name is Lawrence of Arabia. Who's <laughs> <laughs> those dorks that are like, I'm always talking about some movie that I'm obsessed with. Hey, you remember that part, Lawrence of Arabia? Shut up, David. Not you, David. The David in the movie. Are you talking about David D. Roy, the writer of our uh, theme song? Yeah, shut up, David. He's a cool yeah. guy. David conveniently has the same name as the robot in this movie. What movie? Prometheus, Joel. The movie this week is Prometheus from... What year is this? <laughs> uh, did, I'm going to say 2012. Let's try this again. 2012. The movie this week is Prometheus from 2012. Oh! Directed by Ridley Scott. Written by John Spates, Damon Lindelof, based on Dan O'Bannon's and Ronald Schusset's original creations. Starring Naomi, Naomi, no, it's just Numi, Numi Rapace, Logan Marshall Green, Michelle Fassbender. What's wrong with my mouth today? Michael Fassbender, Charlize Theron, Idris Elba, uh, and a bunch of other people. Guy Pierce, <laughs> Rafe's. Uh, no wait, Sean, Sean Harris. Did you say Idris Elba? Yes, I did. Okay, Idris, 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 the gunslinger, and Benedict Long from you know from Doctor Strange. Oh, and Kate Dickey from The Witch and Game of Thrones. The Vavavavitch. Yeah, and. Uh, Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen, oh. right? He played the he played the guys. Mm. Oh, you're saying you're saying our engineer character that we first see as this movie opens, yeah. his, his perfect uh, statuesque body is disrobed, revealing a loincloth. It's part of their alien culture to blast them abs. Okay, okay. So after you're doing like your ancient alien planking for like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, six days a week. <laughs> You're just like, hey, here's a loincloth. Go out on this planet and a robe and drink this uh, magical cantaloupe thing. We're going to leave you. I think they don't have to work out. I think they can control the way their bodies look oh, with their minds. Dang. Truly an advanced species. They can <sighs> like cellularly build the body that they want. Okay. So no more need for planking. Okay. Well, I think they could blank if they wanted to. Sure. But I think they have other things to do. <laughs> Just creating and destroying civilization. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I think they, they've got those machines like Prince Zizor had in the, the uh, Shadows of the Empire Star Wars book that was like an electronic thing that worked out his muscles for oh, him. Okay. So, so he could focus on his, like, pheromone powers? Yeah, yeah. So he just constantly... They constantly have those things going while they're doing their normal stuff. Did, did you have his action figure by any chance, Joel? No, I didn't know there was an action figure. Yeah, I had... I had... I, Confession. I, <laughs> I worked a really bad job so I could have money so I could buy <laughs> Shadows of the Empire action figures. Well, as long well, as you got your awesome. priorities. Dash Rendar, I had him. The priorities. Uh... I had a uh, had Zizor. Was was I had IG eighty eight for a short period of time, but I think I traded him. Right, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have though. No, you shouldn't have. And that's worth big bucks now. I know. And Dash Rendar, he's just been wiped out of continuity. I know. Never see my Shadow of the Empire movie. Yeah, I I don't know. They, I mean, they brought back what's his name, Blueface. Oh, Blue Man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's that guy's name? Um, let's hear Blueface. 
Are you referring to... It was created by Timothy Zahn, I want to say. Blueface. Anyways, uh, Prometheus. Oh, this is the greatest mystery of all. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. A movie about some uh, unlucky space travelers and their robot friend. Yeah. It's, a mo- it's really a movie about love. Is that what it is about, Joel? Yeah. Love for each other, love for your creator. The complicated relationship between creator and createe. Ancient aliens? No, that's just racism. Anyway. Ancient aliens. I think, you know, I haven't kept count of how many movies have used this premise as an idea. I... I don't know if I liked this movie that much. That's okay. I understand but, completely. Um, I do think it was, I do think it had something in common with the sequel, which we watched before this. This was my first time seeing Prometheus, but we had already watched the one that follows it um, for the podcast. Alien and Aliens and Alien 3. Oh, you mean for the podcast? No, no, that was just Alien Cup. No, the Alien. Yeah, I see. Only the Alien prequels have we watched for the podcast. Oh, you know why we watched this movie this week? Well, of course, Joel. Because sometimes Santa Claus needs to be in space. Because it's International Idris Elba Day. Happy Idris Elba Day. Everybody. Now they get a Christmas tree for some (laughs) stupid reason. I mean, it it doesn't play into the plot. But hey, guess what? It's around Christmas time when we're releasing this. Therefore, Christmas movie. Now, did you guys get what you wanted for Christmas? Because I don't... Sarah definitely... It doesn't seem like she did. I mean, this movie has some gifts in it. I mean, one would might consider... Well, maybe wrapped wrapped gifts, at least, you know. Vases. Some of them yeah, are a little containers. porous. Containers. Full of little juicy boogers. That's right. All kinds of boogers in this movie. Bo- booger City. Jelly bean buttons. Uh, boogers. <laughs> As David said in the movie, I believe we've discovered Booger City. <laughs> That's exactly what Michael Fassbender said. Yep. Uh, so I also hadn't seen this before. And now I kind of want to rewatch Alien Covenant so that I can like see all the things I didn't know. Uh, there were things you were like itching to talk about that we didn't talk about. And since this isn't that old a movie, I think we should kind of do a... Uh, a pre-spoiler talk okay. before we get into actual spoilers, just because, sure, you know, the things. I liked it. I, I liked it a lot, and I can see... I can't really see why somebody wouldn't like it unless they had their expectations up high, which is very difficult with a... I don't know why you would do that with a Ridley Scott movie. You'd be disappointed every time. Well, I mean, if I'm going to go into some deep criticism right away deep first of all i'll preface i'll preface uh, uh, m- much like when when you're a manager and you have to like uh give some critique to somebody manager like you there's a different couple ways you can do that oh you're gonna do a sandwich yeah that's <laughs> very good <laughs> so positive start- thing negative thing positive thing i've been a manager myself i understand <laughs> So let's start um, off with a positive. Thing. All right. So, um, positive thing. Do you like? Do you like this movie? After well, that's this what time? I, that was gonna. Uh, my first positive thing was is that I really liked this movie a lot when I first when I, I saw this in the theater, and it was actually pretty freaking epic. Like seeing a lot of that scenery um, that you see in this film, both alien and on Earth, or you know, proposed alien landscape. The the Giger inspired craft for uh, all the stuff that I'm spoiling right now. It's just really beautiful. It's very beautiful stuff. Um, but okay, now the filling. I a lot of these characters are unlikable, and and characters that unfortunately I don't care about. That's my problem with this movie. <laughs> That's but the problem I had with. It was pretty. This movie's very pretty oh, yeah. and fun. Uh, and very interesting stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, that's my critique. That's the problem I had with Alien Covenant. I remember I didn't care about yeah. any of those characters. I didn't care that they were dying because none of them were like in the slightest appealing. Uh, like, at least I had interest in 
uh, Numi Rapace's character in this. Okay. You yeah. Know, like she. Oh yeah, Elizabeth I Shaw. Before. Yeah. And I, I actually feel like I had sympathy for uh, Char- Charlize Theron's character because she was just she like literally was like I just want to do my job and I want to get out of here with as much people alive as we can. But with that that kind of twinge of still trying to get some form of respect from her father and it just not being present. Right. But how could she get anything from her father? Her father's dead, Aaron. Oh. Also, we don't know who her father is, Aaron. Oh. Anyway. She does, uh, to spoil something for the, I'm just going to spoil this Sorry. for the listeners no, right now. No, it's okay. I'm gonna, don't worry about it. I'm going to spoil something. Listeners, if you don't want to hear a spoiler, you should just skip ahead for about 10 seconds. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, she had sex with Idris Elba. Anyways, uh, this movie. So what, wh- tell me what you had a hard time with, Lib. Okay. So I really wanted to see this movie when it was in the theaters. And I can't believe that was already six years ago now. Mm. Thinking about probably what else was going on at the time. I think we were at the movie theater outside with Nick and Kelsey, our friends, and talking potentially about going in to see it. And I hadn't even really started watching very many horror movies at that point. But um, yeah, the past few years, I've given them more of a chance and kind of I've kind of, uh, what do you call it? Killed that, killed that demon. The initial fear that comes with the idea. Yeah. But so this movie, I had pretty much like wanted to go because I like Michael Fassbender. And when I found out that he was going to be one of the main characters in the movie and that it had all these other cool actors in it, I was like, I really want to see that. And then we looked up, I think Joel looked up how much violence was going to be in it. And we saw some stuff that we decided we didn't want to see on the big screen just then because I, you know, was afraid of being like traumatized or something. Oh yeah, (laughs) Totally understandable. And, um, so in my mind, I kind of had an idea of what this movie was going to be. And I think it was just so different from what I expected. Hmm. I expected more of it to take place on the ship. I expected it to be kind of more of a light tone, aside from the alien challenge that they would run into inevitably. <laughs> I th- I think, uh, I don't know, I was just expecting, and I was expecting the character of David to have more, because I think I had read an article about it. I think I'd read an article about mm. uh, Michael Fassbender's role in this, and... Um, Maybe just from reading that article, it made me have a different expectation of the movie than than the reality of it was for me. Okay. Not to say I don't think I don't think it's a bad movie, but um, yeah, we can get into more of that if you want to. Sure. In a bit, but what do you feel like? I like if anything, I I liked all the atmosphere and um i wasn't expecting it to be on the ship but i didn't you know i didn't really know what to expect other than what i knew because we had seen the sequel already but like i just keep thinking about how alien covenant was like just a almost an exact copy of what happens in this movie yeah, the people just getting infected and doing really, but they amp up the stupidness. Like, we're yeah. th- no, these people are really stupid. Like, you thought those scientists were dumb for running into, you know, not running away or whatever. These guys are really dumb. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Was that we saw the sequel before this one, and that it seems like this one is the same as the sequel is, but it's because we the watched pattern, them out of order. It's the pattern weird. remains the same, yeah. though. It's like you explore, you see yeah. something, then you die. Yeah. And they had a lot of similar um, art, too, that they took from this one and the next one. Having said that, I think it's an interesting story, and I think that they go, yeah, not to spoil it, but, yeah, they have a lot of really cool um, origin story and stuff that they build into it. I think I was expecting to be expecting it to be more like Alien. Yeah. Like the original Alien. I think that's where the disappointment comes in for a lot of people too because you walked into the movie going it's an alien movie and you didn't really get an alien movie you got something 
Um, I mean, I think I think it has a lot of things in common with aliens because they don't really know what they're dealing with. It's just something that is taking out them, you know, piece by piece. But the difference is that the main antagonist turns out to be themselves, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like because when I was watching it, I knew we're probably not going to see very much in the way of aliens. And then that, you know, uh, he, I, I heard originally when he was making the movie, like even years before the concept that Ridley Scott wanted to do a movie about what they called the space jockey. Right. And that was the big skeleton yeah. that they see in Alien or not even a skeleton. Like it turns out not to be that. That's a spoiler. But yeah, it's not. Scary. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not a skeleton. It's these guys that they call the engineers. And I think that's a crazy cool concept. And I wish that they had expanded more upon like what they were intending to do and everything like that. And I can see why in the sequel they were like, well, let's just lean even more into mystery. Like we're never going to understand these creatures or whatever. But that's, that's severely disappointing. Cause I thought the whole thing that the whole kind of like weird alien world that they were establishing just here Mm -hmm. was was pretty fascinating and they yeah who knows if there's going to be a third one i know such a bummer but you know there there is a lot to talk about this movie though there's some really cool things that pop up and uh, yeah i'm pretty excited to discuss that with you guys so i think we need to jump into spoilers pretty much right yeah so i say that i really liked it if you haven't seen it just, I guess, keep your expectations away. It's not an alien movie, but it is a really good space horror, in my opinion. Definitely based around Christmas time. <laughs> Definitely a space movie. When uh, Santa Claus shows up. Oh wait, oh spoiler. Space oh, Santa. Sorry. Space space xenomorph Santa Claus. I don't know. He's how got to... a red robe. <laughs> He's got a hat that can fit his entire Giger head. <laughs> inside of it <laughs> yeah in the beginning when santa takes off his robe and then he just like <laughs> turns into a puddle i don't I, you know what's going on there <laughs> i forgot about the spotlight on that one in the sequel oh yeah the d- That's special what I was moment about. it's like doing the t-pose like <laughs> when a character glitches in a in like a game or in a, I in a movie did, like a little dance or something thank you very much um i think it is an okay movie for an alien movie i mean although ripley is just such a badass character that it's hard for me to imagine a good alien movie without a character like that in it and and one of the women characters in this movie i feel like kind of reminded me of that in a way but it wasn't the main story and it was kind of just in a superficial like horror way not in like you know the spirit of what made that character cool and the anyway um i do think it's a cool movie but i probably won't watch it again aaron now that you've seen it twice oh i've seen it actually multiple times what yeah spoiler wait (laughs) for real life um yeah i'll probably watch it again uh i i enjoyed prometheus far more than uh the sequel uh, for various reasons that we'll get to into once we get past the uh, spoiler-free section, uh, a thing that I'm not very good at. But but I will. <laughs> what I you barely spoiled anything. Okay, Don't cool. Worry. Uh, I'll definitely say there there's uh I just a lot of fun aesthetic choices that I really enjoy in this movie. Uh, the spacesuits, uh, the tech, all, all this stuff is really cool. My only disappointment is is that I wish the scientists had been a little smarter. Seems to be a problem with these recent ones. Absolutely. Okay, so hey, listener, if you, you want to email us a suggestion or comment, write in please don't podcast at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PDSMIOS. Uh, I started doing Twitter again. That's at Outer Space Pod and uh, Instagram, although I don't remember. It might be PDSMIOS Podcast, but check it out. I'll be updating those coming with the new year, I'm trying to. Trying to get my groove back on for that stuff. Um, that sounds really nerdy. Please, I apologize. <laughs> uh, don't apologize, Joel. <laughs> Getting your nerd on is exactly what you do once a week. Yeah. Not here, though. Somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Here, I'm a professional. Probably when you're playing Dungeons & Dragons with me and Arsenal Kongs. Shh, they're not allowed to know that. Oh, okay. 
Arsenal. Yeah. Comics. And games. And games. That's right. Ventura. Can be located in Ventura. That's right. And. Oh, also Newberry Park. Newberry Park, California. That's right. Anyways. <laughs> uh, let's move on to spoilers here. Spoiler. Um, turns out they're all robots. Spoilers uh, coming out of me like a chestburster. <laughs> whoa. Is there even a chestburster in this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a chestburster. It's the chestburster. That's right. It looks gross. Sarah, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that, uh, yeah, I must have had higher expectations for it than I realized. But I do, I think that this movie probably would have been more impressive, number one, in the theater, and number two, if I'd seen it before the other one. But, um, I think that the actors were all pretty good. I mean, they had a lot of famous people in this. They had actors that were, like, well-trained and committed to the roles. I just think that there wasn't very much depth of character. Yeah. And I think even though it's so simple in, like, the original Alien or in other older sci-fi movies or, like, I don't know, John Carpenter movies or something, it's like they take a simple story and the character development doesn't have to be that deep, but you care more. Yeah. Care, like what you were saying, I feel like I didn't care yeah. as much about these people as I do in other stories. But just in like Alien. Yeah, definitely. Like I feel like all those characters in Alien have a personality that we get to see. And it, it, it's funny. It's like that's like a cast of like seven people. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it's it's a very small cast of seventeen, you know, seventeen crew members on this ship, <laughs> and you know, like, uh, who do we get a feel for? Like David, yep, and uh, Idris, Doctor Doctor Numi Rapaz. What do you say her character is? Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth Shaw. Elizabeth Shue, star of Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> and uh, like, I didn't really get a feel for her. I don't know if they were married, but let's call her her husband. No, not Tom Hardy. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, I believe that was her boyfriend. They didn't even get married in space. They didn't even get space married, Joel. That's why he died, because they had they had sexual relations in space. I know. It was a Christmas horror space movie, and, and people had sex. And you know what that means. Baby. That's right. This wouldn't be a good movie to watch if you... Uh... Didn't know anything about sex, <laughs> and they have this like fear of like being contaminated by an alien creature. <laughs> Look, I, I kind of always thought pregnancy is a little bit alien. It's a little oh, yeah. bit of a sci-fi type of a deal. You're growing another person inside of you, but in this, they really, they really took that home. <laughs> oh yeah, and as far as they could go with it, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in a movie. <laughs> it blew, it blew yeah. me away in the theater, guys. Yeah, like I, 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 I didn't expect it. I, the setup this time around, when I was watching it, like I could see the hints for the setup on it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see it in the theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, the I whole, didn't see the whole uh, her saying that she can't have a baby. Yeah. basically, and then mm. yeah, and then of course they have relations <laughs> after he's been infected. Yeah, I see. Uh, it was making me think of the scene in the Fifth Element where they gotta cut open the opera singer's belly and take out those things. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I can't really think of other scenes where I've seen somebody's. Uh, oh well, there's a the stones to, to they're spoil. inside me. Spoil mm-hmm. annihilation. There is a, a scene where somebody's stomach is cut open, but they don't take anything out of him. It's just a it's just a really weird, gross part. I mean, the idea, alien is such a, like, a psychological, like, visceral fear. The idea of being the host of this other thing that's Mm -hmm. there, that's, like, gonna jump out of you and kill you, and I don't know. I I think that it's very scary anyway, but they they decided to put that in a womb situation. (laughs) And that's like taking what was already scary and creepy and gross and cringeworthy and making it like even more so that way. Definitely playing on some fears there, some reproductive fears (laughs) or yeah. 
I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how other women felt watching that part, but gave me some uh some scary scary feelings. So oh yeah, <laughs> there were there were uh yeah. I mean, I'm not sympathy I'm, sympathy <laughs> senses. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a woman, but I also felt very very painful feelings <laughs> watching that. I call you know what I call both on that like expert medical pod thing. Mm. Because that, how could that be an expert medical pod thing? All it did was cut her open, stretch her, and then like use that grabby machine, the claw from freaking Toy Story. Well, and th- and this this is actually where I want to kind of get into some of my uh, some more disappointments I had with this with this Ooh. movie, and, and you, you're kind of queuing in on it. So prequels, yes. science fiction prequels. Okay, the, the <laughs> episode one, The Phantom Menace. There you go. No, no, this is exactly where I'm headed with this. Um. It just doesn't add up, man. It just doesn't add up to me. So what does it like, add up about okay, this? Okay. Well, first of all, all the technology looks so far more advanced than what you're getting in Alien. No, I no, hold on. Before you before you get into the ship, I get it. The Nostromus is just a mining vessel, right? I get that. But but my problem is is that like it looks like so much more advanced than than anything that we see in Alien. I mean, it's literally the top of the line that's hauling the cargo of the richest man on the planet. Right. I get it. That's the other spoiler. It was a bit of a disappointment for me, though. Waylon, uh, whatever, uh, not Yutani. Yutani's not involved, is uh, on this ship, even though he was supposed to be dead. And he turns out it's Charlize Theron's father, somehow. That's not not really, that's kind of just a, like, ooh, sick burn part. Yeah. Not necessary. They definitely try to make it seem much more important than what it, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't earn what it was trying to go for. Yeah. I kind of wish that there was more hope in an alien movie because it would give it some unexpectedness because I expect everyone to die in an alien movie. Like ever since Aliens, I think I haven't expected people to survive like an encounter with that species of creature well, and it would just kind of mix it up if more people did i think or you know and 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 that's exactly why i really enjoyed the ending of this movie because mm-hmm. it filled me with hope that like yeah, that, that makes sense and why i was so upset with covenant yeah so upset because it i felt like it just kind of went the route of, of of like previous alien sequels in the past where it was just like Nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna build on any of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like I said, I want to rewatch it and see what mythology they actually do get into. But mm-hmm. I think it was more like studio notes saying like, just do a regular alien movie, and him being like, well, at least we're gonna pepper it with all these references from Prometheus. You know, him playing the flute. Yeah, no, I thought, th- and and as soon as you brought that up, I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Him wanting to experiment by just like putting things into people. Yeah. That sounds wrong. Well, that's what he did. That's true. That's what he did. I put this on Facebook, but I want you guys to know that I love my squid baby. And I wouldn't let a machine try to destroy it. Not even with a a little gripper claw. Hey. (laughs) Squid. It's holding on to it for dear life. It's ridiculous. That. I mean, pretty fantastic, but ridiculous at the same time. Yeah, that scene. Um, oh, man. Hey, that a, pod was for men only. It's brutal. There's a darker... I mean, it's one thing to watch a movie where there's a bunch of, you know, bodies bursting open and stuff. But there's a deeper darkness to this. Yeah. It's not just, oh, there's this creature and you can't stop it and it wants to kill everything. It's also... I mean, in this movie, they deal with, like, a lot about ego and a lot about selfishness and about, like, questioning questioning your origin only to find out that it's, like, something terrible. And, oh, yeah. Like, I feel like it's almost, like, blasphemous in a way. Like, not that I'm a person that would get jumpy about that because I don't. I don't mind. It's a movie. It's a story. But 
You mean I somebody could, could see? I it could see how I could see how a person could get offended with their idea of God and what this movie says in it. Sure, certainly. I think they they try to kind of uh, deal with that with her, you know, Logan Marshall Green being like, "So we met our creators, and you're still wearing that cross. Like we know who made us." And she's like, "Well, who made them?" Right. So. I think that's supposed to be like it, it still leaves room for the possibility of a, a of a grand creator in in the universe at least for her, although that also feels hollow because it's not it's not a thing in the movie like she just happens to wear a cross and they, you know some vague mention of her father played by Patrick Wilson in a flashback dream sequence yeah. whatever yeah I uh, <laughs> I guess. My opinion on it is that they, it's dark. They, they didn't just, they didn't just do a movie where there was aliens that wanted to kill everybody. They did a movie that was like, where you come from and who you can trust is completely incorrect from what you believed it was. And it's all random. It's all fruitless. You're gonna die. Um, yeah, it kind of, it's kind of depressing. Uh, kind of a depressing story. It's pretty much the most please don't send me an outer space movie I can think of. <laughs> yeah, like, true. Actually, actually, don't do it, please. Don't. <laughs> I've seen that movie. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> I, you know, it's a scary concept that you can try to extrapolate details from. Like, in the beginning... Uh, the movie, I think that is supposed to be Earth, where he's, like, sacrificing himself to basically give the genetic material to the planet and form life yes. for the first time. Because all of his, all of his uh, DNA is splitting, creating life. And you can assume that that's happened on many different places, many different planets. I mean, they knew exactly what to do and how to do it. Yes. And that's why they would have to make so many of these what turns out to be weapons, you know, WMD, weapons of mass destruction, to destroy everything they created. So it's like somebody, they figured out, like, what we had done was a mistake, and we need to go out and clear all this stuff out and maybe start from scratch or something. That's that's a crazy thought. Do you think that was made clear? Or do you think I, that's I'm just, just extra- you're supposing? Yeah, I'm just supposing. I, I, I see where Joel's coming with from this as well. And it's definitely kind of one of those those reveals that you get when when later in the movie that when they find that engineer and he doesn't have a very happy reaction when he sees when he sees people. Uh, so, well, you know, one of the problems with that scene mm-hmm. is David talks directly to him, and he's kind of shocked that David is able to do so. Right. But we have no idea what David said to him. You know, for yeah. all we know, he said. I need you to kill all the people in this chamber and make it look like I'm also something because if you don't, they're going to destroy everything that oh, you've worked to do. That's a good point. You're right because David David is not a uh, uh, a safe narr- narr- narrator of in this movie or, or yeah. a, a source of a source of uh, info you can trust. He right. has his own intentions. He right. can't predict what he wants. Got to say that was a bad was a bad call on Wayland's part, not making him more subservient yeah yeah Uh, i (laughs) i know it sounds terrible to say but giving him free will was not a smart move (laughs) yeah no what was what were those characters called the the uh big engineers the engineers i felt like they were as randomly cruel as the aliens were and I felt like maybe they created the aliens because they were like them, but they were, I don't know. And I see what you mean about being able to give their DNA and create life and stuff from that. But I also see that being maybe, we don't know, maybe that was to suit their own devices too. We don't yeah. know exactly why they did that or what motivates them or yeah. Well, it's interesting that like the aliens end up looking the way they do. Um, I guess based on whatever came out of uh, Doctor, what'd you say her name? Doctor Shaw. Doctor Shaw. Because it, it's shown like in later movies that when an alien gestates in another being, 
it like takes on attributes attributes of, of the thing like yo in in part three there's like those dog versions of the aliens and then like in the aliens versus predators spinoff there's like a pred alien that's you know part of that stuff so it was like they wanted it to no matter what be able to infect and adapt to whatever world it was so that it could cause the most destruction and it, it just got out of hand i guess I mean, I, I think there's so many good wheels turning in this. It's a shame that it all went out of nowhere. Is, yeah. Is there a longer version of this movie somewhere? I don't think so. If there is, I haven't seen it yet. Get on that. Mm-hmm. There are some good ideas. I think I'm. I think maybe part of the reason I didn't like it is because I think it's so dark. Um, mm. Because... Even in some really scary horror movies, sometimes you can still believe that, like, there's good out there, even though this one crazy person is killing everyone. And, like, I don't know. I just felt, I felt that the balance would have been found in the next movie. Maybe, yeah. That was my, that that, yeah. that was where I was at at the end of at the end, Prometheus, yeah. is because I was like, oh, she lived. Elizabeth Shaw lived. I was like, that's... Oh, that I, I, because honestly, coming out of the theater, I was like, they're all gone. Maybe this is I it. robbed myself of that by watching the other one first. I think it does. Yeah, I think it makes sense because we didn't get that moment yeah. of being like, "Wow, she survived." Like, believe me, when coming out of that movie, I was in my head. I was coming up with this like grand scheme of like how She's she was going to discover. Him. Well, I thought because at this point. She had just had space abortion. Yeah. Like she, she's pumped up on painkillers. She's dodging, you know, all this, all this crazy nonsense mm-hmm. is going on. I'm like, oh, oh man, the engineers don't even know what's coming. Yeah. Like, uh, and then, yeah. so you have to understand where I was at when I saw Alien yeah. Covenant and she's I was like, I was up. just like, oh, FML, <laughs> FML, <laughs> FML guys. <sighs> it's no good. Believe me, there were some fun points in Covenant. Go listen to the episode. As you can hear, I do have things yeah. to say about it that I like, but not impressed with uh, what they did with Nomi's it, it just no, Nomi's character. It doesn't work. Like what they ended up doing. Like well, it, it does like work. They tried to wipe the slate clean and be well, like, it, but it does work because the idea is that if David is this sociopathic evil robot, oh, we're gonna spoil uh, Alien right? Covenant at this point, but that's okay. Uh, well i mean it makes sense all i'm saying is it goes with that idea yeah the seeds that are planted in this prometheus movie that what they took was you know that he was continuing uh or he he begins to develop and realize that he could create something right why did he decide to end like the engineers like what was his motivation behind that i mean that's just he just decided he was Uh, I, I mean, don't actually know. I, don't, I mean, I can't. I can't say. I just what. wish I could see the movie that was between these two movies, the <laughs> one where Elizabeth Shaw decides, "Sure, I'll, I'll give you back your body." There's a short film. You're. I was just looking on IMDb. No, but I don't know where it's available. It's called up, uh, up your button around the corner, right? Because yes, you're because you're, right you're messing with me right now. You're messing with me right now. Sick, sick. Burn. Don't don't. <laughs> Movies that Aaron wish existed dot com. Yeah. So, <laughs> why are you taking my fan fiction and making it into a There's thing? A three minute short. No. Uh, Alien Covenant prologue at the crossing. Oh, is it like an anime thing? No. I mean, I'll still watch it because no. I like anime. But Doctor Elizabeth Shaw repairs David on an abandoned engineer vessel as they continue their search for humanity's creators. And it's only three minutes. But long. the pro. But what you're telling me right it's now. About the actors. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just staring at that Bumblebee ad on your phone. Bumblebee Mm -hmm. coming soon to a theater near you. I think it is in theaters, right? Not yet. Oh, but I've heard that it's good. I've heard too. And you know what? I don't give (laughs) it. Six Transformer movies later. Uh, Anyways, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm I'm if I'm derailing our podcast. The novelization. Okay, you're right. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know what... Yeah. Oh, I just really liked her character. Out, out of all of them, she was the character I enjoyed the most. I felt she was pretty badass. Very su- Yes, it was very superficial in comparison to Ripley. I totally agree with Sarah's uh, uh, spoiler-free review of, of said character, but... I mean, they doubled down on David in the next movie, because yeah. I think, like, 
They they took some like oh we've heard so many people complain about Prometheus, but everybody really likes this Michael right. Fassbender, so we're literally gonna double down on it. I get it. I think they just cheated her though, because I, I think I think it would have been pretty badass to I see agree, her. Yeah, to see her try to. I would have loved to have seen that too. I mean, that could have provided more character depth for her if we saw what happened later with her. It was the hope I was hoping for. Yeah, totally. Yeah, how many squid babies could she have had if she survived? Gonna hunt me forever. My question is: Were there any cats on the ship? Nope, not this one. Because that makes that makes a difference. Actually, that'd be pretty cool if the third Alien prequel movie, uh, Michael Fassbender's character, is stopped by a cat. I'd be pretty proud of it. Yeah, Jones, whatever writer specifically, the first Jones, Jones one mm-hmm. crashes him into some planet. Okay, so in, in this one, we see that... Cat-operating flamethrower. We see that engineer plant, uh, ship crash. Is yeah. that... Oh, no, it can't be the one. It's not the same one. Because we the see one. the engineer get well, out and start but, trying to well, beat Numi Rapace again. Um, I mean, first of all... Well, first of all, that we they've already t- kind of talked about how there's multiple ships. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure they have multiple weapons of WMDs. It seems like they had very bad luck with these ships. I mean, yeah. multiple ones are crashing. I, I can only assume Idris Elba has, has crashed a ship into the other ones. Well, I guess it's just kind of a reoccurring theme, right? Like, you think you know it all, but it's just not working out, yeah. you know? No matter how much knowledge you have. This just, it's so scary. The idea of going into space and encountering these creatures. I think I, yeah, I said something when we were watching it, like, you guys, this isn't Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. you said that while the away team was going. guarded. This is not, (laughs) this isn't a diplomatic exploration mission. Then Mr. Dead is there. (laughs) He just dyed his hair blonde. Lieutenant Data, please play your flute. (laughs) For this engineer. <laughs> Jordy LaForge, your engineer. Please meet this other engineer. He grew old and learned how to play that flute for the engineers. I wish there were lifetime. more. I wish there was a secret robot reveal. I kind of was wondering if one of them was going to be a robot. I'm telling you, Charlie's there, and we don't actually get to see her underneath that spaceship. But that's true. I think if we had, we would have saw a whole bunch of milk blood or whatever that is that comes out of the androids. Replicants. Replicant milk blood. It's the blue milk that they have in Star Wars. Oh, wow. Amperu and Uncle Owen. <laughs> Replicants. Crazy building all these robots. <laughs> Dang. Get some power converters for the replicants. Wink. Moisture farm. long time ago. Though, moisture so. farming by robots. Yeah, You're right. Very long time ago. Robots don't need moisture. There you go. Yep. Putting the puzzle together, guys. Yep, that's it. I see. I enjoyed the crazy level of violence when it was happening. I know that's a weird thing to say, but like, there's it's pretty intense. It was crazy. Like when those two goofballs were stuck on the the structure, and then like my two favorite stupid scientists, idiots, like trying to play with this penis monster that's popping out of the goo. (laughs) There's no other way to say it. No, there is. (laughs) It's like you give them a, a PhD. And and then you're like, you know what? You're gonna spend a night in a spooky spaceship. I'm a geologist, Mister Hunt. I don't want to be stuck on this planet. You know, it just. I love rocks. <laughs> this is a little too intense for me in my face. Your tattoos. Look at my cool tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the space hipster he's hanging out with. I was actually wondering how many actors were from America in this movie. And I think that the guy that she's in the relationship with is, but I don't know how many others there. Yeah, because there's a lot that aren't. There's Charlize Theron, Michael Fassbender, Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. um, The woman who played Elizabeth. uh, Yeah. Who is British. Yep, yep. And then I wasn't sure about... Well, then there's... Uh, oh, there's the guy from, you were saying, from... The Paradise. The Paradise, that I, he's definitely yeah. British. 
And uh, let's see where Benedict Wong is from. He's English. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then uh, what's his face? Guy Pierce. You know, I don't... All these British people, all these people with different accents, and they just... They're like, Idris, I'm sorry, can you do... Maybe he was the one. You know, it kind of seems like this, like, I don't really want to do my accent. Can I... Can I pretend I'm Southern? Mm-hmm. Southern? Southern. You know, from the South America. From South America. No, the southern part of the United States of America. <laughs> I don't know. What's your accent sound like? <laughs> Dang. Okay, yeah, you're hired. That's fine. <laughs> well, spoiler alert for The Wire. I've been watching The Wire and Stringer Bell. <laughs> Is awesome. Yeah, that's I heard. Yeah, stuff happens, man. Stuff happens. And let me just say, I was glad to see Idris in this. Nice. I think he cared more about The Wire as a project than he did about this movie because he holds his accent very well in The Wire. And this one, I, when you told me that he was not supposed to be British, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, okay. Now I can hear he's doing like a southern twang kind of thing. I think he was supposed to be the hat. The hat wearing person in this one, and they've the had, person with a state name. They've had a few sci-fi movies where there's like a person flying a ship or doing, you know, blue collar work that yeah. wears a hat. And I think he wanted to be the hat wearing character. He had the trucker hat, right? Yeah, I feel I feel that uh, it's kind of keeping to the spirit of Alien as well. The yeah. di- the difference between uh the different staff members of the Nostradamus. Oh, was he the Tom Skerritt? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tom yeah. Skerritt was Dallas. The guy in, yep. well, what's his name in Alien Covenant was kind of going into the class wars. Minnesota or something stupid like that. The space class wars. Yeah. I think it's funny that he was like, let's hook up to Charlie's Theron and she was like, no. And then he's like, really? And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it, was a, it was a sexy night. They and weren't they the only were, couple. They were about to die, so I guess, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it just it does fulfill a lot of horror movie, you know. Uh, tropes. Not in a bad way. Yeah, it does. I'm, I was trying to see if there was somebody who had a, a stupid name, like... That and nobody, nobody in this movie does. Danny McBride is Tennessee in Alien. Code. Yeah, it's just it hurts my brain. Yeah, no, you're trying too hard, guys. Ah, uh, la la la. But yeah, I think the engineer guys look really cool, and the like costume, the the way the helmets are thing. I like the brain explosion scene. Yes. Because <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute, what? Bam. Yeah. Like it's I mean, I didn't know what to I didn't know what to expect from that scene, but like because I didn't know if they were gonna have like a conversation. when I first saw it in the theater, I was like, are they gonna have a conversation with this like engineer head? Yeah, because they were like purposely Yeah trying to I d I don't know what they were because they were like, look at these cells that are forming on them. Yeah. And then they like stick a thing a turkey baster into him and like hey oh he's awake now oh no like what do you think was gonna happen but that yeah we're gonna put this into his nervous system and try to make his cells active i'm like i'm like and it's not behind glass <laughs> that was my first that was you don't have any masks on you're not wearing like anything protective i was prepared for that one i knew something was gonna happen because it reminded me of that one where the it reminded me of the first alien when that one is on the face oh, yeah. of that. Yeah. But the one that got me by surprise was when they went into the cave and they pick up the body. Oh, and it's yeah. like shoots out. Like I actually like flinched and closed my eyes because I was like afraid it was going to get on me for a second. Jump scare. <laughs> and I'm not really that keen on this kind of, you know, stuff. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And I and I'm not saying I didn't, but oh, yeah. yeah, it was a little much for me. Yeah, I understand. I think uh, Michael Fassbender did a pretty damn good job in this movie. That's the thing. And I get it. I get that's why they they chose to like champion him for 
for Covenant. No, but, I think I mean that's a good choice. Like, yeah, he is pretty pretty good in it. He and is. He's, he's the best part of that second movie. Yeah, D- hands yeah. down. I liked that other actress that was in it too, but I think that they make her character seem really weak and maybe scared. Well, they try to make her. They try to make in in Alien Covenant. You mean mm-hmm. they try to make her Ripley. They try to make her like super tough at at the end, at least. You know, trying to yeah. shoot things and things like that. And it's like based on the way her character has been acting. I didn't. No, you don't. And it's not that she wasn't a good actor. I think it's just the way it was written. She was acting it out with sincerity all the way through. But yeah, and in this yeah. one, I could see this actress, like you were saying, becoming a Ripley if they continued with it. Yeah, but or not even the same, but a di- its own its own badass character. Exactly. That you're following. But yeah, I don't know. I'm so upset. Interested. I'm yeah. I don't know. I'm actually really interested to see what what's going to happen post Covenant as well. Um, what could they do at this point? I, I, the only thing I could think is reboot. Well, I mean, my theory. Yeah, my theory. I, first of all, listener, if you haven't listened to the Alien Covenant episode, go for it. Watch the movie, then listen. Yeah. to the episode. Uh, but here, yeah, pause right now. <laughs> go watch a two-hour movie. Listen to a one-hour podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll talk in, you know, three hours. Read our four hour dissertation. Yeah. But my theory is, is that, um, I mean, what I, Aaron's fan fiction, alien, Aaron's secret fantasy, uh, about alien and the alien franchise. I mean, they wouldn't do this, but there was a storyline when the, in the Dark Horse comics. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, um, where the aliens actually invaded Earth. And, and Superman had to beat them. No, that's a different one. And and oh. actually, Superman went to space to fight them. They didn't make it to Earth. First time or the second time? Maybe the first time. Okay. I don't think I read the second one with Superman on Earth fighting him. I don't know. <laughs> There's one where he didn't have his powers. Maybe that was Superman versus Predator. I don't oh. know. Well, that is at least an original take on it. Well, I mean, maybe the idea being that Michael Fassbender would put on, like, a smile on his face and try to, like you know, get his creations there. Because the idea being revenge, right? He wants to get back at his creators. So he, uh, takes... Everyone takes... wants to kill their parents. Yeah. No, that... You sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes his new babies and brings them to Earth. <laughs> it's one thing to say you want to differentiate yourself from your creator, or to say like, I want to kill my heroes so that i can figure out what the truth is but to say everybody wants to kill their own parents yeah i don't know if i i don't know if i buy that i understand the philosophy but yeah i just i think it takes a level of hatred that we don't have yeah for our parents or our creators or our own children you know squid squid baby versus creator oh true true <laughs> The final chapter. I think he was just trying to go in for a little kiss. Well, hey, good to see mm. you. Yeah. Feel like making love to a squid. No, no. That's not what was going on. <laughs> just rich people looking for a way to live forever. That's what. That's it, right. The hubris. The hubris of thinking that your creator owes you an explanation. That's right, Joel. You know what's going to happen? Your creator's going to throw you around the room. That could have been more right. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Like he rips off the android's head. He could have could have done terrible things to these oh, other yeah. people, but he just kind of pushes them around. And I will. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't just throw alternative rock hits from the 90s around like that very briefly. It's going to be stuck on my head all night now. Sorry. It's okay. I'll make you my dirty little secret. Wait, Joel, 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 throwing, throwing earworms at us like xenomorphs, like a face uh, hugger. Yeah. Thanks, Joel. The Geiger stuff was really cool. Yeah, the I artwork. Mean, I mean, I find that stuff creepy, but it was very well done, and it was like obviously an expanded upon idea of the original stuff. As far as prequels go, I was really happy with that. I felt I felt that that they definitely tried to uh, nod take a nod towards Giger's work 
as far as the engineer's craft and make that look pretty damn authentic. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, there were parts of the the insides of this ship that did look a lot like the what was it, Nostromos? Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it had like the padding on the walls, and oh, okay. the circular hallways, and stuff like that. Just not like the the main deck. Obviously, looked way more advanced than anything. And, you know, they're obviously they didn't know what things were going to look like in the future. Sure, when they made that, so Mother looks more like an old style computer when they're in the room there, but. Yeah, they for some reason they just don't ever want to like reflect on the previous material. Like, oh, things will still look that way. I mean, they maybe they work. You know, in a I feel bad that that's the first way. thing. I feel really bad. That's the first thing that I critique about it. But I, yeah, well, I that's want you, these nods. That's you nitpicking. That's yeah, okay. I want the. I want these nods. I want. I want. You know. Don't worry about it. It just brings more. At of least a, you didn't say where. Where was the aliens? Because that is a terrible reason not to like the movie oh no 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 i mean i feel that that was actually something that covenant really did kind of bring to the table the idea again sorry i'm terrible at this podcast thing (laughs) what are you podcasting (laughs) i'm podcasting prometheus and alien covenant at once it's okay but i think i think that uh this is it i i get it you know it's a good setup for that for for us seeing you know, more xenomorph activity in the second film. But yeah. no, honestly, going out of the theater, I was not upset that I didn't see a full-blown, you know, xenomorph. That really didn't bother me because it would make more sense in a prequel sense that that maybe it took some time to evolve, like we, what we kind of see with the, the engineer at the end of the film. So Yeah. It was just an example of what, an example of uh, what that bioweapon was capable of. It wasn't even like, these are the real enemy. It was like, this is what this chemical can do. I'm like seeing seeing uh, Michael Fassbender's character go go from just alien or, or, or human human servant to evil bad guy with his his little uh, poisoning the 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 cup of uh, the human that's continually making sure he knows that he's a robot the whole time in the movie. It's called an experiment. Oh, I thought you were going to say you liked his transition from human looking robot to. Head in the duffel bag. Uh, also a favorite progression of mine. <laughs> Actually, I really liked how, how that ended with him him just being like, thank you, and her zipping it shut. <laughs> I thought that was really well done. Bag. I understand. <laughs> I was into it. I thought that was actually pretty awesome. Good thing she brought that duffel bag with her. Yeah. Bowling ball bag. <laughs> Through the bowling ball. I guess I won't need this anymore. <laughs> She's like, you know, this will fit a head. I, I feel like at some point I'm going to be carrying a head. Getting a head in, in life. It was a callback to when they took the head in the beginning. Oh. On the ship. Oh, one head for another. Oh. Decontaminate immediately. You guys uh, feel all right? Yeah. Discussion? We're good? Yeah, yeah we're good. Mm-hmm. All right, listeners, I already kind of did the outro stuff, but uh, you guys need to think of a lesson that you learned from Prometheus, a.k.a. the maybe the movie where a giant monster face is underground for some reason. Like, if it was just a base for them to build weapons, why? who, who made that face for them? Like, I just wanted to spruce it up. I'll put a big face here. Yeah, you know, I keep all my really deadly weapons in one place. I just kind of want a human head right there. Or maybe an engineer head. I just remember what the enemy looks like. Oh. oh. In case you could ever forget. We just traded one tomb for another. What? I was kind of surprised that those creatures even came to life. That creature even came to life. Because... You're so used to an alien seeing, like, the wreckage of, like, what is left behind and that there's, like, no hope to, like, find out what happened from the previous, like, person that survived or whatever. But, um, yeah, this was equally... that I They didn't get any answers from that either, so... Yep. Yeah. Yep. So... As I said before, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Holidays to all our listeners out there. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, which I, Hanukkah. that's over at this point. But uh, Happy anyway, Space Holidays, I still want to acknowledge Happy Life holidays. Day from Star Wars, Happy Kwanzaa, Festivus, 
a happy uh, winter solstice. Ayomi, huh? Uh, in February, happy um, peace, peace on Earth to everybody. Yeah, happy birthday, Santa Claus. The reason for the season. <laughs> if you would like to complain about me, uh, please write into please don't podcast at gmail dot com. If you want to complain about Aaron. You can write it on a piece of paper and then throw it in the trash, because I don't want to hear it. If you have any money you want to send our way, that'll shut us up. Just put it in. <laughs> send it in our Ko-Fi site, or coffee, ko-fi.com slash pdsmios. And uh, for just the price of $3, we can sing you a nice Christmas carol. I mean, you know, we don't get a lot of requests for Christmas carols, but we're we're more than willing to sing... At least a few standards, you know, maybe something like uh, Jingle Bells, Deck the Halls, we'll Ave send Maria. You a photo of our cats. Oh yeah, oh. I could do that. I actually think we might have some success with that because these are cute cats. Yeah, I'll confirm. I come and visit Sarah and Joel's cats all the time. Sometimes I podcast with them, but most of the time I pet kitties. And technically, we have five cats whose photos you could be receiving. That's right. right. Now. I also have two cats of my own to send you pics of. Collect all five. Just as adorable, yes. I could, I could Photoshop <laughs> them flying through outer space for you. See, this is perfect. You know, you pay $3, we'll send you a random picture of a cat. That doesn't guarantee you're going to get a different cat every time. That's you right. might get duplicates. But, you know, there's also the the uh, the foil-backed cat yeah. photos. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those, of course, are extra special. Uh, listener, if you have an 8x11 printer, you could buy some photo paper. You could print out this photo we send you, and then you could trade these photos with your friends. <laughs> Wait, for $15? I'll take a photo of a neighbor's cat. I was going to physically print it myself and send it to them. I mean, Oh, okay, sorry. I, Don't I make bootlegs. be a way to make friends. <laughs> Don't make bootlegs of our cat photos, all right? I wasn't going to make it a PDF. <laughs> sorry, I went way too DIY. No, that's okay. I was going to do it on Etsy now too. Like a, a, a tiny gift, you know. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna spend money on it. Come on. Anyways, coffee dot ko fi dot com slash pdsmios. Give us your money, please. Oh God, please. I have some photography experience. Check out the rest of the podcast <laughs> at eartrumpetaudio.com. That's the network we're a part of, and we appreciate their support in all our endeavors. Thank you very much to David DeRoy for our theme music and to Jed Dowtry for our podcast logo. Lessons from Prometheus. Aaron's getting out his special. I got to look real quick. Necronomicon. Klaatu Barata Necktie. All I have to. It's not really a lesson, but Joel, are you a robot? Why? <laughs> Do you like Steven Stills? No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's that's your come online. You're trying to go to bed with me. <laughs> I mean, that worked for him. He's like, you know, we could we could just go sleep together whenever we want. And she's like, ah, I'm just gonna leave. And so she walks away. And he's like, wait a minute, are you a robot? Ten minutes, my room. I think he was. She was going to show him that he was a robot, not the other way around. That, that see, that would have been pretty awesome, actually. She ended up being like some Westworld robot. I thought that he was saying you'd have to be a robot to not be into me. You'd have to be a robot <laughs> to resist these guns. <laughs> um, Lessons. I know it's hard that. The first thing that came to mind is if you're if you you're doing a project that's been funded, find out who it's been funded by. Yeah. And why. Yeah, do your research. And don't be surprised if it ends up being less of an altruistic mission than you expected it to be. Damn, that's Eyes open, guys. Eyes, Eyes open. open. Yeah. I just got reminded of... Take off con- those rose-colored glasses. Of contact. You know, old man dying in space, like, funds the, the remaking of that ring that so that he could go meet... Building these, alien tech. Whatever alien things there, possibly our creators. Uh, wow. 
Same story without any killer aliens in it. That's right. No, the aliens are nice in the. And James Wood is evil. Also Tom, in the movie. Tom Skerritt's in the. Um, He's got an agenda. <laughs> I guess my lesson is just don't ever have sex. You never know. If you're going to get space. Alien babies. Uh, you got a 50-50 chance. That it's either going to be an alien baby or yeah. you're going to do it with Idris Elba. Oh, okay. You might end flip. up pregnant. Coin flip. With an alien. <laughs> yeah, you might. Charlie Theron also had an alien baby. <laughs> oh, just, just wake up afterwards. Damn, guys. I'm three months pregnant. <laughs> That's impossible. It was only ten hours ago. David's like... Damn. That's not a normal gestation. Like, yeah, no. Uh, uh, d- guy, yeah, come on. Don't. <laughs> you know what? He's a, he's a smug space sandal wearing robot, man. It's just like. Sensitivity I- chip needed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need that data chip, dude. Plug it in the back of his head. Fry him out. <laughs> What's you- your lesson? Oh, my lesson is that if you don't have a cat. In your alien movie, it's not going to be as good as any of the other ones. It's just like, you, why bother? Nailed it. Cat POV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see an alien movie from the cat's point of view. Same here. It's a gosh darn hero, hero cat. Yeah. It's a brave cat. Definitely. Jones forever. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear.